right, guys. Thank you and welcome to Gamers Down Under episode Ooh, five. Is it, is it five or is it four B? <laughs> well, actually, yeah, it probably could be four B, but I'm a little bit tired. Technically four B, but it will be episode five on iTunes and Anchor and all that. Yes, and all the other podcasts. So it will appear as episode five. So for all intensive purposes, it will be episode five. So the reason why we're doing this episode, um, we had a cracker of a first day, I think, with E3, day two for E3, and still loads in store for us. Um, the big conferences for the day were held where Ubisoft and I think you call them Square something? Square? <laughs> Square Soft? Square Soft, yeah. No, 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 Square Enix. <laughs> it used to be Square Soft. Oh, really? For the mergers. It was Squaresoft, but yeah, Square Enix, carry on. So there's a whole lot of games coming, expansions and even TV series, which I know we mentioned a little bit last night as well, um, were announced at these conferences. So, Steve, where do you want to start? Day two, boom. We know already what I'm going to talk about. So I'll give you Ubisoft, you give me Square Enix. How about we do that? Ubisoft and you give me Square Enix. No. You, you, want be, you, be about, you want me to talk about your favourite one. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll be Square Enix. Okay. Okay, now we're going to play dress-ups, are we? That's a bit weird for day two, but anyway. They, they do that in <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> okay, that's a bit weird. Anyway, okay, so Ubisoft. So they, they came out, I reckon, really strong. Mm. They came out with Watch Dogs Legion. I loved part one and part two. People didn't like it for some reason, part two. I reckon they're both fantastic games. Um, I'm a hacker at heart, but I'm too lazy to learn how to hack, basically. But I love the concept of the games, and I, I play them. And It's like a Grand Theft Auto, but you can hack. I think, I don't know, I'm the same with everyone else. Like Number one was different enough where it lured me in, but then number two, it just felt like, yeah, I don't know, it... Not lackluster. I don't want to say lackluster, but it just wasn't enough to say, hey, Bob, let's do it. Pour 50 hours into me. That's how I'd normally give my rating. If a game gets five hours out of me, it's a poor game. 10 hours to 20. Well, really, five to 10, it's an okay. 10 to 20 is, it's pretty good. But as soon as I get to the 20 to 50, yeah, it's a good time. Not many games in the last couple of years have gotten over that 50-hour mark, especially the 100-hour. I can name them all on one hand. That must uh, mean you don't have much time for gaming. I move on. I just, yeah. but Like Horizon Zero Dawn, Near Automata, they were two where it was 100 hours, guaranteed. I'm hoping Watch Dogs Legion, they have changed it enough to... Because, I yeah, I like the first game, definitely. I, I told my friends to get it. I told them to jump on board. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Ubisoft are doing pretty well. So, yeah, and all jokes aside, it looks pretty good, the gameplay that they showed. I'm excited to watch that one unfold. So did you actually watch what they're doing with this, with this part three? With the different, um, how you can get different people or something like that or they basically oh, I... they came out with the claim to say that you can basically pick anybody in the world you can make a character and they're going to be all different that's a pretty massive event really 
like to pick anybody. Like they did it on the trailer, like everybody's seen. You see the grandma walking up and she's shuffling. And then all of a sudden she pulls out a gun and just shoots the guy in the head. Like unreal. It really, I'm sold. I'm just shut up. Take my money. Her name would be guaranteed Carol. Or Susan, guaranteed. Why Carol or Susan? They're just grumpy grandmas. <laughs> I, I think there's some issues with Steve there, but anyway, <laughs> I'm not even going to go anywhere near that on a podcast that's recorded. It's a fact. So that's nice. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah, there's something there. All right, so the game's set out in London. Allows dead sex to recruit fully voiced and personalised NPCs. The game will hit stores on March the 6th, 2020. I, re- I reckon that was probably the biggest one. But they come out straight away, bang, watchdogs, enjoy. It was, it was like, I hadn't seen much about watchdogs coming up. I think it really beat Ghost Recon Breakpoint for announcement-wise because they had already announced that earlier so it was sort of everyone said square annex don't play don't play it safe come out guns are blazing and i really feel like they did ubisoft they could have done more they could have like i had high hopes for them and i'm not saying that they it was lackluster at all but like really e3 for a lot of us gamers it's the day when we want to see what's coming and it's like you're announcing Tom Clancy's, like, it's a smartphone game. Division 2, like, we've got Division 2 already. No one's playing it anymore. It's, like, and that's my own personal opinion, of course. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> Just shut down now, guys, right? It's yeah. Steve said, the, yep. the Queenslander no. has spoken. Shut the servers no. down. But, like, <laughs> so they, like, that's what, like, Watch Dogs, I was so pumped to see that. And then it, it felt like it started going, not downhill, but you know what I mean? Like, they probably started off too heavy. They probably should have held off with watchdogs if that was going to be their main boom let's do this but then um you got rainbow six quarantine a new multiplayer shooter that will probably be built on the foundations of siege it also features character specific abilities ubisoft also looked like they were strengthening their sports category what about the sports category come on mate roller champions <laughs> I don't understand how that's even deemed in the sports category. If from <laughs> it, it looked like the um, oh, what's that car game where you use the cars to hit the ball into the soccer fields? Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's actually pretty big now. I haven't played it yet, but you literally you drive your car on the soccer track and you got to hit. That's it. I'll remember as soon as we hang up from the podcast. <laughs> but it sort right. of it sort of looked like that. Okay. What about the other one? The um, Gods and Monsters. Gods that was like monsters. the Zelda lookalike, you know? I, 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 that looks really quite promising, really. I Yeah, I really liked the look of that, actually. I'm, as soon as I saw, because I only saw a quick little video because I was at work, but I was like, you know what, I'll save that one and I'll research that tonight like i hadn't really heard that there that's what i wanted some more oomph like yeah, give me something give me, something new <laughs> yeah yeah and like we've and it goes hand in hand with what i'm ranting on about with square enix but uh, like where 
we're stuck in the remake and the remaster at the moment, so it does feel good to have some more games come through. Mm. Um, and the only other mention that they did with um, that was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You're now able to build your own side quests and share them. Mm, I don't know. So you're, so you're playing Odyssey, right? Would you really want to build a quest? I don't know. I, What's the quest? Games. What, Like, you know what I mean? It's not... Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, now, that's the me. funny thing is, guys. I asked him before we actually went on the podcast. Hey, man, make sure your phone's on silent. Mine's on silent too. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. ding. That, that is it, podcast four B, and I have not <laughs> failed myself yet. That has gone off every single podcast we've had. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't even know. Oh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, it's not. It, it's a game that I want to hop in my little gaming room. I want to turn, shut the blinds, and I want to play it for 100 hours straight. I don't think it's really a game where I want to try to... Be- Honestly, are you going to finish all the quests? But that's all the side quests in it? And that's the I problem. don't think so. Like, I, I don't think Assassin's Creed Odyssey needs it. It's... From my understanding, it is a 100-hour-plus game if you're hitting the side quest. So, like, I've put in nearly 10 hours now, and I'm right about to leave the first island. Uh, Anyone listening, I'll chuck a photo up of the map on our um, Facebook page. It is monstrous. So, yeah, yeah, to, to worry, I don't... The one thing that they don't ever tell you is, is they do do this kind of thing while they're working on the game in the background. Let's say if they've got interns coming through the ranks and they want to actually teach them how to work and all that kind of stuff, they actually give them stuff like this to do, rank them on it, rate them on it, you know what I mean? And they actually release it. So I I do understand why the gaming industry does this in the background, but is it worth it? They're lucky it's a free DLC. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the only thing that was actually going for it, I thought. But you know what? Out of, out of all of them, right? So I think you'll probably rant on about this as well with um, your Square Boys, your soft, Square Softies or Square Enixes or Enix, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know what? Like, out of the last two days, like they've been, they have been jam-packed with information. Like, I've been trying to keep up with it just to even do this podcast with you now. But in saying that, like, show us some gameplay and yes. and don't, like, like, there's a couple ones coming up that we'll talk about with um, Square Enix where you're looking at it and you're like, hang on, is it gameplay or is it cinematics? Perfect yes. example, Roller, uh, Roller Champions, right? That is actual gameplay, but there's a cinematic view on the gameplay that that's actually showing it. So it's not showing you the actual characters mm-hmm. in the actual gameplay. It's showing you a movie of the game. So... How about we just get back to the old days and actually show what the game's going to be like? Because, like, they look great in the cinematics, but so do mobile games. Mate, I see so many mobile game cinematics, and I'm like, oh, wow. I download it, and I'm like, yeah. I understand with this day and age why they do it, because, like, it used to be a game was announced, and it was coming out. There wasn't mainstream media, there wasn't Facebook, there wasn't podcasts, there wasn't Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all that kind of stuff that ranted on and on and on because I wasn't on there. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> they took so, the day off, I think. 
Yeah, so the game was like they chucked some money into advertising and then it got released and that was it. But, like, you look at Square Enix, they, I love them, but Christ, I hate them. Like, they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake at E3 2015 and they yeah, f- physically haven't mentioned anything since. So, <laughs> just keep yeah. you in hope, eh? Hey? So, yeah. hey, it might be another four years before it comes out anyway. Well, but, they showed um, they showed some gameplay and that back then. I was about look, to say that, yeah. <laughs> only a, only a little bit, but they did. And you look at it compared to even now, and they've come or uh, once again leaps and bounds. So, I do understand, like if they've got a game coming out soon. Like, I, I, from my memory, that Roller Champions, oh, no, it was a pre-alpha. Like, a demo was coming up soon, not the actual game. So that might be why they don't yeah. show gameplay, because the gameplay might not actually be ready yet. It's actually available on Uplay right now and will be playable up to the 14th of June. So ah. that's the alpha demo. So it's only available until the 14th, and then you'll have to wait for it to come out. So... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really an alpha person I, or beta. I, I wait for the release. <laughs> There's too many bugs. But no, no. Yeah. So that's basically it. My biggest gripe was not enough gameplay, or if it was gameplay, it wasn't clear because they sort of merged them together with the cinematics. I still think they should have, if they're going to E3, I, I still think they should actually have a game ready. Yeah, I, I do like, Even if they drop it at E3 and just go, here... The game is ready as of the end of this conference. Well, they were supposed... Bam. That was all the rumours, was there was going to be a demo, a playable demo of Final Fantasy VII at E3. I haven't read anywhere that that actually ended up happening. I, I just... I want my hands on it. That's why I'm so upset. Okay, so... It, there was. <laughs> but there was a playable demo in the Square yeah, in Enix. The, in the, did they actually end up having it? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they weren't allowed to share gameplay footage, but... No. Nothing's come out so far that I've seen of gameplay. Ah, because there was a lot of rumours, but no one has actually verified that they got to play it. Yeah, no. So I haven't seen any. They were told they could, so there might be an embargo on saying that they can't actually disclose it. But they actually said at the start of the conference, when they first got up there, when the, they have got playable demos at the, the booths, the Square Enix booth. So whether or not maybe a lot of people didn't have it available for a lot of people or not, I don't know. But I haven't heard anything from that. No one else is reporting anything yet. So, yeah, that's about it for me for Ubisoft. Was there anything else that I missed, Steve, that you can remember? I don't know. There's quite a bit coming no, out. I was getting... They talked a little bit about Uplay. They're like Ubisoft's subscription service. Uh, it's coming to Stadia and stuff like that. But we haven't really talked about Stadia properly yet. So I think we'll leave that for another day. Okay. But, yeah, so Ubisoft, other Uplay is sort of like another... Streaming service. It's sort of like Steam. For, for games. Yeah, it's got 100 popular titles along with their DLCs. Yep. It'll cost around how much? I think they said like 15 bucks a month for American, so that would be probably about 30 bucks a month here. About. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I have. I had it. I thought it was cheaper than that, but, yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, well, it was 50, they advertised on the stream that it was 15 bucks or 14.99, whatever. Mm. But that's American, not yeah, not but, uh, 
Down under, mate. Down under, you double. Nah, didgeridoos. That's it. Um, all right. Well, that's enough Ubisoft. Let's move on to Square. You might as well kick off about the Marvels one. I'll take Final Fantasy. You can have the Marvel. I'm feeling generous tonight. <laughs> well, actually, look, I'm really actually quite happy with that because I love the Marvel's universe. I've watched every single movie. Are we doing a game podcast or movie podcast? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen yeah. the final movie, so please don't spoil alert me. I don't want to know who dies. I know people oh. do die, but it hasn't been six months, so you can't say anything. Oh, well, Harry Potter dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we finally actually got to have a look at the long-awaited Avengers project. Okay, It'll be a live game featuring regular content updates that include new characters as well as missions, all additional content will be free. Ooh. Classic um, Square. <laughs> They're good it, for it. It. Will, it will have random loot boxes. No, that's a lie. <laughs> it will not have random loot boxes. <laughs> I was seeing if you were paying attention. Yeah, go back and uh, check your source, mate. Square Enix aren't, aren't sellouts. <laughs> no, no, no. So there's no like, random hey. loot boxes. There we go. There's no sponsorship coming from it. Yeah, yeah. And it'll come to PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Oh, and PCs. Yeah. Um, the PS4 version will also have access to a closed beta. Its release date will be on the 15th of May 2020. I'm assuming that must be the game itself, not the, the closed beta. Square, I'm still happy, are still in the pockets of Sony, so seems as if um, even though this one isn't an exclusive, we're getting timed exclusive or at least beta exclusive for that, so works out well. Yeah, no, I, the gameplay footage was on gameplay slash cinematics. It did look good. That's so. the. There was someone on our Facebook page who was saying no gameplay footage, no hype. Um, I I don't know what what it at first when I first watched it because I was at work. I watched it on my phone. It looked like it was all cinematics. Then when mm. I got when I got home and I rewatched it on it on the computer it actually looked like they did show gameplay up on the bridge and everything like that. I was uh, going to say Thor on the bridge, Hulk yep, on the bridge. Hulk on the bridge. Gameplay. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. They, they definitely had it. And Square have always for a long time focused on their cinematics and they're blurring in and out of gameplay and video um, footage. So you, it is difficult to tell. And, Crystal Dynamics or whatever that um, studio is and that game engine that they created is very graphics-based. It is it is a beautiful engine. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. The, the difficult part about the Marvels one is it's hard to get a superhero game perfect. Like, you watch movies and you're flying around, you're flying under bridges, and you know what I mean? Like, it's very difficult to translate that into good gameplay. You look at the Batman Arkham Asylums and stuff like that, they've done them pretty well because Batman obviously doesn't have any superpowers. He's just just a person, yeah. Other than being a rich, awesome guy. Uh, So, but if you're Thor and Hulk and 
then again, they done Spider Man well. So I think the technology has has caught up to gameplay. You know, out of all the Marvel characters, there's one that I despise. I, I think it's because of the Spider Man movies. <laughs> I think I just I just can't like the, the first the reg, original movies. I know this is not a movie podcast, but let me just have my piece. The three original movies were good. I didn't mind them. The next two, Amazing Spider-Man? What the hell? You're going to cop a lot of slack for that. I know. Fuck. I couldn't stand His His aunt was not young. In the cartoons, in the comics, she was an old lady as per 1, 2, and 3. The originals. They made Aunt May a hottie. She's supposed to be old. Anyway, so that's my one gripe with Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. But the game, the gameplay was like, remember Spider-Man when we were kids? Like the game, I loved it, but the gameplay struggled. It it had a lot of breakthroughs. It's still actually the guy with Spider-Man actually had to create certain code for the web slinging to work. And that, code was used for years on end he actually loaned it to other gaming developers programmers etc because it was so perfectly written i think that was from um spider-man 2 on the ps2 maybe yeah maybe i think it was ps2 one of them yeah because that that was the one where you swing through the city it was the first time it was done and it was done actually really well yeah and i look i enjoy the spider-man games but i as a character and his storyline, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I Venom, Venom's my favourite. Venom? Yeah. Ah. He's awesome. But yeah, all that's, right, move on. That's nice. All right. I'm taking over. You've had your time. <laughs> I'm done. You can hang up your <laughs> mic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through some of the quick ones, uh, like Outriders. I... I don't know. I get nervous when Square Enix does a shooter game. They don't do shooter games very well. So um, I'm not going to comment about that. Uh, Dying Light 2 trailer was shown. Uh, that I didn't play too much of Dying Light 1. I played a little bit, but not, not much. I can't even really comment on it. But I hope once again it goes away. I'm sick of the zombie uh, era saga, whatever you want to call it. Shadowbringers for Final Fantasy fourteen. That Final Fantasy fourteen has to be, I reckon, probably my favourite MMORPG um, at the moment. It's it is got for for an MMO a very very strong story that most of them don't. So that's what brings me back to play that game um they what was there there was oh dragon quest builders. i was going to say dragon quest builders mate i rock it, on <laughs> it, it hurts me to mock them because it's square enix but if it was minecraft i'd be killing them so i'm, I'm not gonna let square enix get away with this just because of i'm a fanboy um uh, well, it was Enix who done Dragon Quest in the first place, but they're both doing it. Uh, Last Remnants remastered. Come, uh, I think they actually said it's on Switch. I don't know whether that was actually. I can't remember. Did I read that or was that on E3? 
I just know it's coming to Switch. So that's that's pretty cool. I don't know whether you played that one, but it's a it's a pretty good game. It's um oh it's aged not perfectly, but it is good. Um, one of the biggest news from it was Final Fantasy VIII Remaster. So it is there was a very big ordeal about Final Fantasy VIII for a long time. From what I've read on the internet, Final Fantasy VIII never got re-released because there was licensing problems or something like that. But now, to get a remaster coming, that's that's big. Everyone is pumped about that. Now, get the drum rolling. Here we go. This is what it's all about. Brrr, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, what? what more... Well, that was the mainstream drum. I might have that out, actually. Go <laughs> on, talk about your remastered Mario. I'm not going to go too much into it. I I want to leave it. I want to be four podcasts. He's still going on about the same game. Yeah, don't go much into it, mate. Don't go much into it. No, I want to leave it because I want to do a whole podcast to this because there's physically too much to talk about. Like... 22 years worth of memory, remasters, remakes. Now it's like, this is, oh, it's on. The only thing everyone, actually, the one thing I do have to talk about, like everyone knows what, there's no use me talking about it right now because everyone has watched the video. They know Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming. It looks absolutely beautiful. It is a bit more of an ARPG with a little bit of, turn-based kind of attacking in there you can build up your atb still do your uh your big attacks or like your limit breaks all that kind of stuff that's all in there still we got to see tifa her tits are still looking great i mean atb was like i should go back and talk about all my acronyms atb was like active time base so it was like a you had you got to attack Someone else got to attack. You got to attack. Someone got to attack. Like there was all different kind of stuff. Um, from my memory, that's what ATV actually was. Okay. See, I was going to actually ask you what that was because I didn't know. So I'm, I'm glad you can read my mind. <laughs> well, I just knew by your dumb looking face. <laughs> oh, that's so the, the one thing I do want to touch on is the episodic. We haven't talked about Final Fantasy VII being episodic properly yet. I don't know whether you know the concept of what they're trying to get. Square Enix turned around and said, if we try to remake all of this game in one go, you're going to end up with 10 discs, and it's going to take us 10 years to make it. By the time we get the 10th disc made, they'll have to remake the first disc. It's been that long. So they wanted to do it episodically so they could release it and they could work on it as they go. Look, some fanboys love it. Some fanboys hate it. For me, with Square, they're not the biggest money grabber. If it was EA, I would definitely turn around and say, you grubs, I'm not buying it. This is a money grab. I'll wait till the end. But Square... I'm an outsider, so I reckon I should probably talk about Final Fantasy, right? I have never played a Final Fantasy game. I tease quite a bit about the Final Fantasy game because it pulls his heartstrings and it makes it go a bit red, which is kind of funny to watch. Me as an outsider watching the actual gameplay, watching the boss fight, 
watching the sort of matrix um i don't know what they called it it was like a matrix moment where they could plan their attacks to do different special abilities and like slowed down the battle completely yeah that's when they that's when they're doing their limit break yeah so like that looks fantastic and actually it does look like a good game i was a bit put off uh two discs yeah well it was always it was actually supposed to be on three because okay. the original game came on three discs, obviously on PlayStation one, it couldn't fit on. And that's why they went to PlayStation and they went away from Nintendo. Cause there's going to be eight or nine cartridges. So they went, <laughs> they, they literally went to wow. Sony for that. Um, but what they said they were going to do the original game of course, you can run through the main storyline in probably 20 hours. If you literally just turn it on today and you just go straight to the end to try to kill a certain someone, I'm not saying the name because it's a spoiler. If that... Does that classify as a spoiler? Even though it's a remake? So it's going to be the same. I, so whatever I happened say, before, so if I Google it, I will find out exactly who it is. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that. Harry Potter doesn't die. No, no, it's so you could have ran through it. It was if you just enjoyed the world, you enjoyed the chocobo farming, you enjoyed trying to take on the weapons. You'd do you'd do sixty hours. Like if I played Final Fantasy, normally I had a down pat where it would take me sixty hours to finish the game. They've now turned around and said, with every release, it's going to be a full sized game release. So like wow. mid. Midgar with PlayStation One, you could they they didn't have the technology. They didn't have the town builder and all that kind of stuff. Where they like a, a high rise, you just literally ran up a flight of stairs for twenty minutes, or you caught the lift. That was it. There was no no more detail or content to it. They've made that high rise now, so they've you got you can go floor to floor. And that was what originally they actually gave to another company. They said, look, guys, you guys can build all the, the, the crap as such, and we'll, do, we'll stick to the main stuff. It was only when they realized how big it was when they said, hang on, we're bringing this back in-house. We're going to finish Final Fantasy XV. We're going to finish Kingdom Hearts three, and we're going to do this properly. So when they say it's episodic, they're saying it's going to take you 20-plus hours just to get out of Midgar, and that was one of the discs back in the day. Okay. So that's why if they live up to that, then I'm not too disappointed. It's more... But the, the main reason why I'm actually disappointed, it's like everything. Game of Thrones Season 1 comes out, you buy the DVD. Season 2, you buy the DVD. That's what this is going to be like. I want a box set. I want a collector's set. I want a Final Fantasy PlayStation. So I don't... Like, am I going to have to wait five or six years to finally get that? Is one going to be released on PlayStation 4 and the next one's going to be released on PlayStation 5? That's something that I am... Yeah, I'm torn between whether that'll happen. I got a sneaking suspicion that they have said it's on PlayStation 4, but of course Square's not allowed to turn around and say, we've been working in with Sony. It's coming to PlayStation 5. I think it should go to PS4. 
I, de- I um, definitely reckon it will. But, but I then truly... there'll be a, an enhanced edition or something that will be on PS5 I, or something I, like that. I, I'm the fanboy in me is hopeful, especially how tight Final Fantasy, like Square Enix, I mean, has been with Sony. They pushed this remake back. They blamed other games, but they still had some of their main studios there. They still could use their sub-studios. I don't believe it all to be true. I would not be surprised if Sony turned around and said, hey, we've got PS5 coming. It's coming out in three years' time when they were at last at E3. Why don't we go an exclusive with it? We'll give you this much cash. You release it on just PlayStation. That's what Sony One had Final Fantasy VII, and it's the second highest-selling game of all time. So imagine the sort of money that'll rake in for Sony, yeah, and that if it's a first day release on PS5. No, no, don't worry. We'll just watch the um Sony at E3. Oh wait, hang on. That's right. Your company didn't go to E3. Well, that's E3's fault. They should stop stop charging through the roof. For oh, see how it's everyone else's fault, but Square Enix can afford afford it, but Sony can't. Yeah, I don't think so. I, look, I, I probably think for the amount of mobile games that they've been advertising during this E3, maybe there shouldn't have been an E3. With the amount of content that was released, a lot of it was just mobile games or DLCs. Mm. Like maybe Sony did do the right thing and said, hey, I got nothing. I'm waiting on this PS5. Yeah. They're still having trouble. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, and they definitely, um, if that's the case, then that's good. And they did. They they reckon they're going to do their own thing. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sony holds their own E3 as such in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. But um, I don't know. I I. I don't want it to be a grab like that. I like this. I like it all in one big chunk. But there's main things episodic that an America already has a pre-order. Australia doesn't. Australia, the, the, sorry, America, or like, I like to say America. <laughs> oh, there goes our one listener over there. Yep, there <laughs> they have the pre-order edition. Like the deluxe one, you get the game, the steel case, and you get the Kai arts of Cloud sitting on his um, bike. The uh, Daytona, I believe it was called. It's pretty well priced, truthfully. Like because it's three hundred and fifty American dollars, but like that bike alone for me to buy costs six hundred dollars. Even if that does come here, it's sort of like you're getting the game for free. It's a, but I'm trying to hold off because I want them to announce a PlayStation 4 Pro or a PlayStation 5 with the game, and I'll buy it. That's me done for today. Quickly mention that because that was from today or yesterday that we forgot to mention. Um, Beth- Bethesda releasing all their games that they released wasn't really that big. The only one out of it was probably Doom. But again... I'm not getting the buy-in because I like the original version better than the one that was on that they showed. Yeah. Um, the other one, Commander Keen, it is shocking, and I'm like, oh, it's just shocking. Did it? Did it look that bad? Yeah, no, shocking. 
Mobile game. Mobile. I don't know how many mobile games they did. I think they just want that microtransaction. There was that many mobile games on it. Also, I wanted to talk about Sephiroth's hair. How silky smooth it is. (laughs) It doesn't catch on fire. He walks through open flame and nothing. Which game was this? Oh, Christ. Sephiroth. Final Fantasy VII. I'm back on oh, here. Oh, oh, yeah. See, we left it and you went back to it. Okay. Well, I'm so. also... Guys, anyone who's listening to the podcast, I am going to take a snippet right now of Tifa, and I'm putting it on our wall. Also, I've got a mechanical keyboard. He, he types like a bloody secretary. Pretty pretty sad that he's not one, though. The amount of following up I've got to do with him. Guys... Comment on our page. Talk to me about Final Fantasy because I'm getting nothing out of Michael. <laughs> As he goes on the keyboard again, so I can't talk. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. Um, thank you. We will talk to you again tomorrow about whatever's happening tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow? Do we know anything? Oh, I haven't even actually looked. All I'm thinking about is hanging up on you so I can go to bed. All right, see another thing I'll organize. All right, guys, thank you again. Um, and just remember, guys, it will never be game over. Gamer's got a game. Oh, actually, hang on. Password. No password. Oh, we yeah, did one pass- yesterday. No, another one. Tifa's titties. <laughs> <laughs> Gamer's got a game. See you, guys. <laughs>